0: Ghost Ship Radio Network. Sail onward.
1: The time has come for another tale of terror and triumph of murder and mystery. Join us as we bend the very notion of reality alongside the world's finest paranormal investigator, Vic Valentine.
2: Vic is for Victoria.
1: Thrust into a world she never knew existed, our hero combats the creatures of darkness in New York, the city that never sleeps. Using every trick of the trade learned from her father, John Valentine, and with the assistance of allies old and new, Victoria delves deeper into the rotten core of the Big Apple with each new case. Join us in tonight's episode, The Leaping Lover. As our story begins, the witching hour approaches, and Vic Valentine prowls the avenues and nearly vacant streets keeping her eyes peeled for unseemly characters lurking in the shadows.
2: All the murders happen within three blocks of each other after midnight. I just need to keep my eyes and ears open. Sounds like it came from that direction. I think it was down this street. There! That strange-looking man standing over a body! Hey you! Don't move! Stop right there! Ha! I've got him now. Nothing down that alley but a nice tall fence. There's nowhere to run. We can do this the easy way or the hard way. Your choice. I get paid either way. Fine. We'll do this the hard way. For once I'd wish they'd choose the easy way. What the? Where did he go? There aren't any doors, and that fence must be at least 12 feet tall. Either this guy is the world's greatest magician, or I'm losing my touch. (sighs) Figures. My first case in weeks, and all I end up with is a cramp in my side talking to myself in an alley.
3: Shut up! It's three in the morning!
2: Looks like there's nothing more I can do tonight. Time to head home and get some shut-eye. Start again fresh tomorrow. (laughs)
3: Hello? Valentine? Valentine, it was in the papers this morning. Another girl murdered. Tell me you have something.
2: Mr. Canterbury, let me explain. Something strange. I don't
3: want excuses, Valentine. I came to you because I knew your father. He did some good work for me. If the apple has fallen too far from the tree, there are plenty of other private eyes who could use my money.
2: Mr. Canterbury, my father taught me everything he knew, and I'll have you know I had the killer trapped in an alley last night and...
3: Then where is he, Valentine?
2: That's the thing, Mr. Canterbury. He disappeared
3: what do you mean disappeared Valentine listen I'm not paying you to tell me tall tales save that for the funny pages I want results the police haven't gotten them and that's why I turn to you
2: I know mr. Canterbury and I will catch him you can always count on a Valentine to break a case
3: see that you do Victoria if I don't see a headline in the papers that the killers behind bars by the end of the week consider yourself out of a job and a good day to
2: you as well okay he said it was in today's paper Killer on the loose. Early this morning, police came across the body of a woman. Victim was last seen walking home from fourth victim in a series of grisly murders. Detective Carson Davenport. Davenport? If old Cars is on the case, maybe he can help. Worth a shot, anyway.
1: Hey, y'all, lady. Metro PD. Just like you asked.
2: Thank you. Here's the fare and a little extra. Buy yourself something pretty.
1: Eh, thanks, lady.
2: Hello, Judy. It's awfully busy here today.
4: Oh, hello, Ms. Valentine. Yeah, the chief's got us working in shifts on account of these murders.
2: I'll bet. Say, is Detective Davenport around?
4: I believe you can find him at his desk. You can head on back if you like.
2: Hello, Cars. I hear the chief's keeping you busy.
5: Oh, hey, Vic. Yeah, biggest story to hit in ages, and I'm lead detective. Saying I'm keeping busy is like saying Hitler woke up on the wrong side of the bed. What can I help you with?
2: Grover Canterbury. You know him?
5: Yeah, he's the father of the second victim. What about him?
2: Well, he hired me after the third girl was found. I was wondering if there was anything you could tell me...
5: Vic, I wish I could, but we don't have much to go on. He strikes in the early morning, same three-block radius. No one has seen him.
2: I saw him, Cars. He was a little fellow, kind of funny-looking.
5: What? When was this, Victoria? You didn't think to tell me?
2: Just last night, Cars. I didn't know you were working the case until I saw the papers. Well,
5: anything else you can remember?
2: Well, that's just it, Cars. You see, the strangest thing happened. I chased him down an alleyway.
5: What's so strange about that?
2: That's not the strange part. The strange thing is that he just disappeared.
5: Disappeared? Now, Victoria...
2: I know how it sounds, Cars, but there weren't any doors, and at the end of the alley was a giant fence. No way out. But when I got back there, gone. Vanished. Into thin air.
5: That's some story, Victoria. What you're telling me is that not only is this guy one of the most dangerous killers the city has seen in years, but he's magic, too?
2: I don't know about magic, Cars, but I do know what I saw, and what I didn't see. So if there's anything else you could tell me, for old time's sake...
5: Well, there is one thing, something that hasn't been in the papers... Besides being in the wrong place at the wrong time, all of the women had one thing in common. Oh
2: yeah? What's that?
5: All of them had something taken. Taken? According to witnesses, all the victims, all four of them, had on a red scarf the night they were murdered. But when the bodies were found, there weren't any scarves around. Hmm. Our killer is taking them. But why? That's the question. Finding that out may be the key to finding our guy.
2: Or maybe there's another way.
0: Look at them, all those people down below, hustling about the streets. So disgusting, so unworthy. Not like my beloved. No, not like her at all. She's perfect, an angel in a city of monsters. I must find a new prize for her. I must prove myself to her. Every night brings a new opportunity for me to show her how much I'm not like the others. How much more than them I am. That I, Edward Springstep, will do anything, everything for her. No, no, NO! None of these will do! I know the tastes of my beloved. It must be red, it must be! No, none of these are any good. Maybe a new rooftop will provide me with something better. Something worthy of my love. I do this for her. All for her. She will know that she is better than the wretchedness this city has to offer. Wait. There. It's hard to tell, but... Yes. That one there. That one will do nicely.
6: So let's run through this one more time. You want me to put on this scarf so that a crazy man will try and kill me? Essentially, yes.
2: We know the killer takes the scarves from his victims. This may be our best way of luring him out. It is attractive bait, after all.
6: Oh, why, thank you.
2: I meant the scarf. Be careful with it. It was the last gift my father ever gave me. See, it's got my name embroidered right here.
6: Nice to know you won't let anything happen to the scarf. Maybe you could spare some of that for the person wearing it?
2: Relax, Sandra. I'll be right here. Nothing's going to happen to you. This time, I'm ready
6: for him. Hold on. This time? Never mind. Get ready. I'll go hide. I sure hope this works. Boy, this creep sure does like to take his time. Who knows? Maybe he won't even show. This is a nice scarf, though. I see why Victoria doesn't want anything happening to it. Who's that? I don't see anyone. Hello? Is someone there? Ugh, no one. Must have been my imagination.
0: Good evening, miss.
6: <gasps> Mister, you nearly scared the life out of me. Didn't anyone ever tell you it's not polite to sneak up on people?
0: I'm quite sorry, miss. My, what a lovely scarf you're wearing. Such a crimson red.
6: You like it? I borrowed it from a friend of mine.
0: Give it to me.
6: Excuse me? Mister, you've got a lot of nerve.
0: I must have it. Give it to me now!
2: Hold on, Sandra. I'm right here. I've got you this time. Let's see you pull that fancy disappearing trick now.
0: There. I've got the scarf. You'll never catch me.
2: (laughs) Good lord, he must have jumped 20 feet straight up to get to that fire escape. But that's impossible. No one can jump that high.
0: Maybe you can't, but I can. Just one of the reasons I'm so much better than you. People.
2: I've never seen anything like this. If I hadn't seen it with my own eyes, I'm not sure I'd even believe it. Oh, Sandra. Sandra, are you okay? I I think so. More shaken up than anything else. What do we do now? I don't know. That was my only red scarf.
5: Listen, Vic. We've known each other since we were kids. Now, I came down here because you said you had something important to tell me. Something about the case. But this story, if I didn't know you better, I'd have locked you up in the loony bin.
2: I know it sounds crazy, Cars, but I'm telling you that's what I saw. It all makes sense. How he can get away so quickly, the disappearing act the other night. All of it. I'm not the only one who saw it either. Sandra... And that's
5: another thing. I've seen a lot of numbskull moves in my day, but what were you thinking? Using a citizen of this city as bait for a crazed killer? It's irresponsible and dangerous.
2: It would have worked, Cars, if that strange little man. Someone
5: could have been killed, Victoria. You could have been killed. But, Cars. No, Victoria. I know you've been at this gig a long time. I know your father taught you everything you know and that you're good at what you do. But this time, you've gone too far.
2: I almost had him, Cars.
5: Well, that's as close as you're going to get. As far as this case is concerned, you're finished.
2: I don't work for you, Cars. I work for Grover Canterbury, and I'm on the case for as long as he says.
5: Victoria, you know, sometimes. If that's the way you want to play it, fine but you won't be getting any more help from me.
2: Great. No more help from the police, and if I don't have this case wrapped up soon, I can forget getting paid. You've done it this time, Vic old gal, You've really done it.
0: Another glass of wine, my dear Martha.
4: Thank you, Edward, my love. The Burgundy pairs so well with the roast duck. Your culinary skill is matched only by your wit and charm
0: all of which are surpassed by your beauty, my darling. Your eyes in the candlelight sparkle like diamonds in the moonlight.
4: Oh, Edward, I'm so glad you brought me to our lovely cabin on the lake, a place where we can finally be alone.
0: A place where I can finally express my deepest love for you, my dear, without all the distractions of the city, where you can bloom like the flower you are. Oh, Edward, Tell me, tell me how much you love me. Oh, Martha, your voice is like a summer breeze. Your auburn hair like a... Hey, I'm walking here! No, Edward! Don't let yourself become distracted now. This is no time to daydream, not when you're so close. Soon, soon, my dear, we will be together. My tokens have proven my love to you, and this newest scarf, the most beautiful of them all will have you in my arms. Now, just a quick leap to the fire escape across the street. <laughs> now to get this window open. There, when my love comes home, she will find this waiting for her. Soon, Edward, soon. Soon.
2: that could be at this time of night. All right, all right, I'm
4: coming. Hello? Hello, are you Miss Valentine? Yes, that's me. Can I help you? I don't know, but I think I may have something that belongs to you. Is this yours? My scarf? But how did you- It's so strange, Miss Valentine. You see, a few weeks ago, someone started leaving these tied to the door handle of my apartment. I thought- I don't know, that I must have a secret admirer or something, but... Go on. Well, you see, they just keep coming. I don't know who's leaving them or where they came from. And then the last one had your name embroidered on it. That's how I found you. I'm glad you did. And you say you don't know who's leaving the scarves or where they came from? Well, that's one of the reasons I'm here. You see, when I looked you up, I saw that you were a private investigator. I thought maybe you could help. Also, with the last scarf, your scarf... Whoever is leaving them left this... a note. May I? Oh, of course. Well,
2: I... I just can't believe it. Believe what? Wait here just a moment. I've got to make a phone call. Operator, give me Detective Carson Davenport with Metro PD and make it quick. Hello? Cars? Cars, I know you told me to stay off this case, but you aren't going to believe what happened.
5: You better be right about this, Vic.
2: You saw the note, Cars. It said to put the scarf in the window when she was ready to meet him. This is the best chance we have.
5: I know. And it certainly beats waiting around for him to strike again. But if we're wrong, there are a lot of badges here tonight that could be on the streets instead.
2: Trust me, Cars, we aren't wrong. Shh. What is that? It's someone at the window. Cars, it's him. The little man. We've got to catch him, Cars. This may be our only chance.
5: I went over the plan with the boys. As soon as this bouncing bandit gets to Ms. Miller's door, it will be our turn to pounce. Let's see him try to escape when he's trapped in this hallway.
0: Oh, Martha, my love, my dearest. I cannot tell you how happy I was to finally see a scarf in your window. Cars? Wait for it. Now, my love, we will be together. But why is the door locked? There must be some mistake. Now, boys! What? No! Martha, my love, they must have turned you against me!
2: We've got you now. There's no place to go.
0: You'll pay for this. I'll make you all pay. Grab him! Ha! You fools! Don't let him get away! He's headed for the window.
2: Not if I can help it.
0: You'll never catch me! You'll... Huh? A scarf wrapped around my leg? Let go of me!
2: Not a chance. I've got a hold of this scarf and it's got a hold of you.
0: Let
5: me go! Let go! We've got him. Great work, Victoria. If you hadn't snagged him with your scarf, he would have escaped out the window. Then who knows if we would have been able to catch him.
2: Well, we couldn't let that happen, could we? Tell you one thing, I'm never leaving home without this scarf again.
3: I should have known better than to doubt a Valentine.
2: Thank you, Mr. Canterbury.
3: No, thank you, Valentine. I can always count on your father, and it's good to know the apple didn't fall far from the tree. He'd be proud of you, Victoria.
2: I hope so, Mr. Canterbury.
3: And while this won't bring my daughter back, it's good to know her killer will be brought to justice in a court of law.
2: Glad I could help, sir.
3: You did more than help, Valentine. The papers say you're the one who grabbed him.
2: We all did our part, Mr. Canterbury. I couldn't have pulled it off without cars and the boys.
3: And modest, too. <laughs> well, Valentine, I need to be going. Rest assured, your check is in the mail. Good day, Victoria.
2: Goodbye, Mr. Canterbury. Look at that, big old gal. You're in the papers. Hopefully, this leads to a few more clients. Speak of the devil. Come in.
1: Hello. Are you Victoria Valentine? The private eye? That's me. How can I help you? Oh, my name is Berkeley. I'm the Maid of d' at the Chelsea Hotel. I saw in the papers about your last case, the one with the mysterious jumping man and I thought you might be just the person to help. Tell me, Ms. Valentine, how familiar are you with ghosts? And so, that's another case closed for our hero. She's found that when dealing with murder most foul, one can't always jump to conclusions. Join us next time for another ghoulish case with Victoria Valentine, Paranormal Investigator.
5: This has been Victoria Valentine, Paranormal Investigator, The Leaping Lover, starring Natalie May as Vic Valentine, James Baker as Carson Davenport, Thomas Towson as Edward Springstep. John DeLucia as Grover Canterbury. Jonathan Doobie as Cabby and Mr. Berkeley, June Desmond as Martha Miller and Judy. Megan Dwyer as Sandra. And Dan Goldstein as the narrator. Written and produced by Dan Knight and Douglas Osterhout. Special thanks to audio engineer Thomas Towson. Sound effects provided by Zach Crumpler.
3: This show is part of the Ghost Ship Radio Network. For more information... Go to ghostshipradio.com.